listening to the Adam and Kyle podcast, where we hope to ignite inspiration through seeking the extraordinary and the ordinary. We will bring you episodes where we will let you in on our decades-long journey as friends and have conversations with guests about their passions, learning through lived experiences, and what challenges and excites them. Also, listen for bonus episodes that revolve around our shared love for music as we take a deep dive into our favorite bands, albums, and what we're spinning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Here's What's Spinning. This is the Adam and Kyle podcast. And on these episodes, we talk about our favorite artists and albums that are upcoming in the music world. Um, But before we get going today, we recently did an episode with my sister. um, And with every guest that we have on our podcast, we're going to be asking them for recommendations for what to listen to. And so my sister gave us a few that we checked out. So we're going to start with those two. And then we'll get into our normal kind of Here's what's spinning routine, and then we'll go from there. So Kyle, yes, my sister gave us a few artists to listen to. Where do you want to start? Um, I kind of grouped them all together. I did explore them all, but I I found them fairly similar, and so yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna say in general, I did check out Hindu Chance like just you doing Hindu chants as at her suggestion. And it was really good working music. So I, uh, hmm. I did enjoy that and I'm going to use it in the future. It, it was really good for some certain types of work. It, I didn't like it for others, but that's just personal preference. Cool. Um, and then I, I did checked not to, check out the Hindu chants. No, <laughs> no, but no, the, um, I checked out london grammar and bonobo and sigur ross sigur ross i have known about before yeah me too yeah, um, i think you introduced me to them actually because of your sister when we were kids yeah yeah when it comes to sigur ross i mean i i think and also with all this music you, you have to certainly be in the right mood to listen Definitely. to all this yeah um yeah i've been a fan of sigur ross for a while um their latest like their latest like i want to call it i don't like real album like in terms of they've done a lot of like collaborative stuff lately and did some music for like some movies and stuff like that but their yeah. one album called um Kaverike. <laughs> for those that don't know they're from iceland so i can't <laughs> pronounce any of their album titles it's like the black one with the weird, like, um, bony creature <laughs> on it. Kevereich? Um, they're typically. I'm going to spell that. It is K V E I K U R. Yeah, that. Vekir. Yeah. Um, they're typically like a really, like, atmospheric kind of um what's the word i'm looking for the like um like shoegazy kind of band yeah but um that one that came out in 2013 is like a phenomenal record and it's kind of like a hard like a hard like hard rock feel oh really i'll have to listen to that one you should definitely check that one out um but you definitely have to be in the right mood for for that band yeah I think in general, like all of these, they're all like very super easy listening. Um, London Grammar does a bunch of covers of common songs, um, but in that really easy listening style. And this is the kind of music I actually put all three of these artists onto a playlist for myself for when I'm working and like kind of in the zone because yep. it is really good as just like background music. Totally. Yeah, the the Bonobo one with with both Bonobo and London Grammar, I just I went to their latest albums. That's typically what I do when I'm checking out a new artist is I'll check out their latest album. And then if I really like them, kind of go into some of their like more popular albums with the people. Totally. But um, Bonobo, I listened to the Migration album, or I should say I listened to like 
a little bit of it, but it didn't grab me very much. But London Grammar, I listened to their latest album, Californian Soil. Yeah. And I loved it. Like, I ended up listening to it almost all the way through. Totally. It was really, it was really cool sounding and like very like Florence and the Machine kind of vibes. I don't think I listened um, to any of the songs off of that one, actually. So I'll have to go back to that one. Really? Too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, check it out. It was really cool. There was some really cool, like, obviously, she, the singer, has, like, just an incredible voice. And, but there was really cool, like, instrumentation all throughout that. And it was really well produced. And it came out this year. So check, check that one out. It was really cool. Right on. So do we want to move into the portion of the episode where I catch up? <laughs> Kyle has done a lot of catching up. If you've listened to recent episodes, I keep giving him more and more things and it's almost impossible for him to catch up, but he finally, he's, he's gotten there. I'm so, so close. I've got two small albums left, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, no. You can just get to listen to me kind of ramble for a little bit here. So <laughs> Yeah, so I'll let you you just uh, start with whatever you want to start with, and we'll go through. Cool. So I don't know when this was originally tasked to me, but Hail the Sun, New Age Filth. That was that, uh, uh-huh. I think it was like episode two or three, <laughs> or yeah. volume two or three. But uh, I really enjoyed the album. It, it, you, at the time, you told me it was going to be similar to Dance, Gavin, Dance, and I, I have to agree. Um, and I definitely agree that I don't find the vocalist nearly as whining as Dance Gavin Dance. So I found it much mm-hmm. more enjoyable to listen to. And I actually got through the whole album, which I've never done with Gans- Dance Gavin Dance. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, that was a good one. Definitely worth a, a, a listen. Uh, then I, yeah, I was really impressed with that album. The really cool songwriting in that album. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. And uh, I kind of like that kind of, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. Post metalcore. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's kind of almost like, like some of their guitar work was getting into like protest the hero range even. Totally, yeah. Very cool, complicated riffs with uh, like drums in unison and bass in unison. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, really cool album. Uh, yeah. So then I listened to the album that. Adam was nagging me about. <laughs> uh, I listened. Uh-huh. To, I listened to "Holding Absence," the greatest mistake of my life. Uh, okay. okay, and I really loved it. It was a uh, really, uh, I don't want to say conceptual, but like it flowed really well. The musicianship really fits, mm-hmm. and uh, it reminded me a lot of like Thirty Seconds to Mars, but way heavier. And I've oh, always really okay. loved Thirty Seconds to Mars, so. It really was a good fit. And then uh, from a, a flow perspective, it did remind me a lot of uh, My Chemical Romance, like that uh, uh, Black oh, Parade yeah. album. Yeah. Kind of had that similar theatrical feel. Really cool. Yeah, I'm, I continually uh, just am falling in love with this album um, the more I listen to it and the deeper you get into like the lyrics and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and I said it, I said it in the episode, uh, when I first brought it up and I'll say it again. I, it's like, I think for when I'm looking at back at the albums that have come out, cause I have like a master list going of, of all the albums I've listened to that are potentially going to make our, like my end of the year list. Right. And it's, it's sitting in my top five right now. Right on. And I think deserving for as far as we've gone in the year so far. And and also I wanted to show you this because it sh- it came the other day. Oh yeah, <laughs> Adam showing me the vinyl cover on on our video. This is here. The vinyl it's on Coke bottle green vinyl. Wow, that's so cool. Um, yeah, if you haven't checked out Holding Absence, they're only two albums deep. This is their second one, and just really unique, really cool band out of Australia and. Definitely a band I would recommend you going to support. Here you go, got a little. Oh man, like a Coke bottle. <laughs> this will go great on my new 
totally. Um, okay, so yeah, holding absence. Glad you listened to it. Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's in my library now, so I'll listen to it a bunch more as well. Um, I listened to just today actually the Eminence album. Turn the light on. Okay, okay, okay. This should um, be interesting. Well, I'm I'm running out of adjectives, but I thought it was really cool. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a great album. Uh, uh-huh. Actually, what I wrote down is this album is stupendous. <laughs> stupendous. Okay. Yeah, so it's a, a pretty badass metal, like serenaded vocals. There's some non-typical instruments. And I thought, again, the album just really worked well together. I enjoyed it a lot and I made it into my library as well. So uh, there'll be more listens to come. Cool. Yeah. Another band out there that I don't think a lot of people, like I didn't know about them till just the, earlier this year. No, and um, I didn't know about them until you told me about them, and then I listened to them today. Yeah, so definitely <laughs> worthy of a of a listen, and hopefully, because they dropped that one new single, Temptation, Yep, that I'm just in love with. And so hopefully a new album coming out here in the coming months. Totally, because that Eminence album was from uh, 2019, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I watched the video for Clockwork by Northlane. Uh-huh. That was something you had suggested that I do. Um, it's a very simple video, but so effective at, like, driving the feel of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, remi- song is just great, also. <laughs> it is. It, the video reminded me of The Scientist by Coldplay. Do you remember that music video where he's just walking backwards the entire time? Yeah. And also Yellow where he's walking on the beach the whole time. <laughs> Maybe that's the same video. It might be. I, th- I thought it was Yellow though. I didn't think it was The Scientist. One of the Coldplay videos. He's walking <laughs> but, he, like, but he's walking backwards the entire time. Yeah, um, it does, which kind does of deals you. with yeah. like the lyrical content and that's kind of what I got from the Northlane video. I just thought it was kind of a cool video. Mm-hmm, for sure. I have to say, I've, I've never really, I never used to be like a, like a big music video fan. I never took the time to, to watch them for some reason. I think part of that is because of the music that we're into, like typically metal bands are really bad at making music <laughs> videos. Like they're all pretty much the same. And or Dream they're really Theater, cheesy and over the top. <laughs> yeah, Dream Theater, as much as I love them, have the worst music videos of all time. <laughs> and so <laughs> I like never really got into music videos. But lately, I've been real. I've I've made sure to watch the video that goes along with any new song that's coming out because I've come to realize that there's clearly a purpose behind what them. I think too that there's um some high profile directors coming into the music video scene that is helping a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Check out the music videos if you have time. I wrestled a bear once. <laughs> <laughs> uh this they're, is uh, they're not quite on Spearbox's level, are they? No. <laughs> it definitely sounded like Courtney and I recognized her her ness in mm-hmm. i wrestled a bear once but i couldn't listen to it for very long no i am the same way no um I watched, we don't have to say much more about that <laughs> no i'm moving on <laughs> yeah i watched uh slaughter to prevail the baba yaga video oh yes <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the most russian thing i've ever seen <laughs> mm-hmm yeah, in the video, he wrestles a bear. Uh, they're playing Russian roulette while drinking vodka from the bottle. And it's just yep. like balls of the wall metal with lots of flashy lights and cool masks. Yeah, and I laughed when they like brought the tank in. Like in the <laughs> snow and stuff like the that. Tank. <laughs> they're yeah. just smoking a cigarette and walking with the tank. Yeah, uh, so funny. Um, okay, we have to talk about the actual song, though. I do like the song. Like, the, I didn't... I, you didn't like didn't, the scream the very beginning i didn't like like the first like 30 seconds but after that i liked it 
Yeah, like it's very the thing with his the thing with his his voice and the screaming like obviously it's it's talent he's talented and he's got like a really interesting scream. I'm just not super into like that really guttural low screaming. No, for sure. But the yeah, I mentioned it in the last here's what's being like the 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 structure of the song and like even some of the guitarists like it's really it's really well done and really well put together. Totally. I think. Yeah. Um and, and it's just yeah, it's a really yeah. good song. It's just the more I listened to it, the more I kind of got used to his his screams and right. I've even gone back and they have a new album coming out. And there's like two other singles from that album, and I listened to those other two songs, and they're they're just as good. Cool. So I might. It's tough to digest, but yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see. We'll keep we'll keep a little thumb on them and see see how they yeah how they play out. Yeah. Uh, I listened to Beyond Deviation 400. <laughs> the whole uh, thing. The whole thing. Wow. It, yeah, it was impressive for what it was but not my style and i found it hard to get through the whole thing and like Uh it seemed like a song that was written for the purpose of having 400 vocalists and not for the sake of the song yep yeah totally yeah it's one of those ones where it's like because of like the story and what went into it i wanted to check it out and yeah i listened to all 38 minutes but like I'll probably never listen to it ever again. <laughs> no, I was looking on on Spotify. They've got, I think, 38,000 listens or something. Wow. But yeah, which is pretty good for what it is. But uh, again, I think that it's going to be like a lot of one-time listeners. I doubt there would be very many people to go back to listen. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I listened to Maniskin, Ziti Buini. Buoni, <laughs> yeah, Eurovision winners, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think they deserved it. It's such a good song, and it's so catchy. I it's like, a great song, right? It is. And they since our since you asked me asked me since you asked me to do that since you asked me to listen to it, uh, they released the rest of their album, and the album is so good. And there's some English songs on it. And there's lots of Italian songs on it, and like it's just a mm-hmm. great listen. If yeah. you're craving some like hard rock, it's a good listen. Totally. Yeah, I actually went and listened to the rest of the album too. Yeah. And yeah, even if you don't know at all what they're saying, it's like it's it's great music. They they're kind of like um uh Cavellertack, that Icelandic band that they had an album that was in my top ten. That's right, yeah. Last year. And again, they all sing in Icelandic and like, but just the songs were great. And this band is, they're, they're awesome. Like that, that ZT, ZT Buini song, it's just so catchy. And I kept finding myself going back and listening to it. Totally. Yeah, me too. So I'm, I'm all about it, even if I can't understand it. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep Maybe that's a good way to learn Italian. Uh, I feel like there's better ways. <laughs> like maybe, but you, if, if I think about like English lyrics, like it's very broken grammar and it's kind of poetic and it's, it's also usually hidden totally. in the melody. So I feel like any other language would be the same. That's probably right. I, uh, All right, we're firing through this. That's oh yeah. Great. No, it's good. We're going through it about as fast as I listened to them. Cause I wanted to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I listened to the whole albums and and all these, but uh, I listened to August Burn Red, uh, August Burns Red, Leveler, the tenth anniversary redo. Uh huh. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I've never really dug into August Burns Red before. Like I've got a few songs that kind of pop up on my list here and there, uh, but I really liked this album, and it's a lot more creative than I thought they were. Like I actually might dig into them a little harder. People just always gave me songs okay. that didn't always grab me, and so I never really dug mm. into them. But this album inspired me to, to maybe go a little deeper. Perfect. Yeah, this... Um, okay, interesting that you say that, because I was going to say, 
or I was going to ask if you had listened to like the original leveler at all before. I don't which it doesn't think sound, so. No. Sound like you have, which is fine. Cause I said when I brought it up that I think this is somehow they've made it better. Yeah. He did say that. And yeah. like, <laughs> they clearly took a risk and just like, like not every song is completely redone. Like it's mainly just remixed and remastered from the original, but like those few songs that they did with like Matt Hafey and Misha Mansoor, um, who I'm bringing up later, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, that was, they definitely like added parts onto the original songs and they're really good. Totally. Um, as far as August Burns Red goes and diving deeper into them, you don't have to do this for like a, a here's what's spinning or anything. But in terms of like their creative chops, definitely go and listen to their album Found in Faraway Places. Okay. Um, it's, it was like, it's easily my favorite album of theirs. All the hardcore August Burns Red fans will say that like Constellations is their best album, but I just don't agree with that. Um, this one, there's like, there's really cool like musical interludes and like bluegrass moments. Really? <laughs> and like, okay. Yeah. And like country moments. Um, and the album is just really well put together. It starts with like, one of the heavier songs you might ever hear. And then, and then, yeah, like it's filled with like kind of musical interludes throughout there. And then when you get into kind of like the meat of the album in the middle, there's just some really, really, really good standout tracks with really catchy choruses. Like he's still screaming the whole time, but he's kind of got like this, like the, like the raspy clean scream, like a Alexis on fire type. Yeah. Yeah really cool stuff so i definitely recommend that one for like more of your diverse august burns red sound okay i went i went and looked through my library just to see what uh august burns red i did have in my library i have chop suey <laughs> and i have baby one more time and i have carol of the bells <laughs> Like so three song. covers yeah he <laughs> covers <laughs> uh, yeah um it, august burns red is one of those we're going off on a tangent but i don't care they're one of those bands for me that like for the most part what they do they do really well but all of their albums tend to sound the same right um except for that one that i showed you or i told okay. you to listen to that's where they kind of like really kind of a little bit went off the beaten path and um their album right after that phantom anthem was kind of back to like oh they kind of sound the same again but their latest one guardians that came out in 2020 uh really good cool not as diverse but they're definitely playing around a little bit with more stuff so nice but to anyone out there, they're probably going to hate me for saying that I'm not a huge fan of Constellations because <laughs> everyone seems to just love that album. But I'm just like, I mean, like, it's good, but. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, there you go. So what's I, next? I listened to the Devil Wears Prada, the Z2 album, or EP, I should say. Um, you, yeah, you had recommended Forlorn as a single. And again, I think the EP released while I was behind. Uh-huh. Um, which Forlorn slapped like it's a great song, but overall the whole EP was awesome. It's actually the first Devil Wears Prada that I've saved my library ever, besides Give Me hmm. Half that one song. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for some reason there's been like a there's been like a little bit of a divide with from what I've seen with like the Devil Wears Prada fans is they have like their their like typical full length albums. But the three EPs that they've released, the zombie one and this one, this the zombie sequel and the space EP, from what I've seen, tend to be like fan favorites. They're so, so good. Yeah. It's kind of interesting in that way. Um Yeah, there's rumors that they're doing a, a sequel to the space EP. Oh yeah. Um, I would definitely go check that one out too. Cause I liked I liked the space EP more than the zombie EP. Okay. 
and I potentially even like it more than this Z2 one. I'll have to check it. But yeah, I'm glad you liked. Glad you liked it. It was a re- it's a really cool release, and yeah, that forlorn song. It's in my. It's tentatively in my favorite songs of the year list right now. Yeah, I, f- I found that uh, like Devoris Prada. Part of the reason I don't like them that much is because um, I find the albums like his scream just gets monotonous, almost like it's almost monotone, uh-huh. and that never really grabs me. But this EP didn't do that for me. I think that it mixed in a lot of singing and a lot of variety and screaming as well, which helps a lot. And a band like this is much more digestible in short form like this, I think. Yeah, that's fair too. And the last one that I've got that I caught up on uh, is Deadlights, The Uncanny Valley. Okay, I've got some opinions on this album. (laughs) But you go first. Uh, This one I listened to three or four times because I liked it so much. Um, Yeah, and I find it was really interesting to listen to. Yeah, lots of really cool rhythm play and like such a wide variety of songs. But like it was just all over the place, but I, I liked it as an album yeah very um unique isn't it like it's very it is. i i still can't put my finger on what that singer screamer sounds like i was trying to figure that out too and i couldn't like he's got a real vibe to him yeah i couldn't put my finger on it at all and again, like this is just only their second release. Um, I went back and listened to their first album and it's, it's very different, still really good. But this, this one, the uncanny Valley, like um, I mentioned to you when I suggested it to you, like it just felt like everything had a purpose. Yes. Yeah. And like, it just, it just, the whole thing flowed really well. Like the 40 minutes goes by in the blink of an eye. So fast, yeah. Um, and what I wanted to say is, like I mentioned before, I have like a master list going of like my, my what are, what's going to be my top albums of the year. Right. As it stands right now, I have Gojira Fortitude number one. Okay. And this Deadlights album's number two. Whoa. I like it that much. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Oh, man. <laughs> Love it so much. Uh, unfortunately, their vinyl is very hard to get a hold of because they only ship from Australia. So, ah. trying to trying to get my hands on one. But okay, well, the albums I wanted you to like the most were Holding Absence and Deadlights. So, and I I did so. <laughs> Great. Um, Followed through. Do you have anything else to mention? Uh, not besides the fact that, uh, normally in these episodes, Adam gives me a bunch of songs or artists, Uh but this time I've actually got some for Adam. So I don't know what order you want to do it in, but, uh, um, yeah, just thought I'd give you a heads up that I've got some for you. Adam and Kyle podcast is sponsored by Phoenix Song Productions. Phoenix Song Productions is an AV system provider and integrator specializing in live sound production and recording. Phoenix Song Productions also offers technical consultations, permanent installations, and rentals. Phoenix Song's newest offerings include live streaming consultations, on-site audio and video recording, as well as technical and creative education. Check our website at www.phoenixsongproductions.com for the next education or entertainment event. Follow us on social media. Check the show notes below for links to our website and all of our social pages. Um, Okay, so the ones that I have for you today, Kyle... Um, again, all singles. Um, this will be and easy only, to stay on top of. <laughs> yeah, and only two of them are confirmed albums. They're coming up later in July, so I think we'll we'll I'll wait to like bring up the actual albums later. But I wanted to shout out the two new singles that came out. Um, the first single is from a band called Twelve Foot Ninja. I've listened to that before. <laughs> okay. And the song's called Long Way Home. Um, 
since you've since you've heard of this band, Kyle, I think you could agree that I'm not really quite sure how to explain. I don't what know how this to band sounds it. like, or I and I have no idea what to expect either. <laughs> yeah, um, it's very, uh, I don't know, like again, eclectic. I guess it's kind of it, like if uh, it reminds me of Boba Flex a little bit. I don't. I know who they are. I'm. I don't think I've ever listened to them. Okay. Maybe I'll put that on the my list after you give me what you're giving me to. See, I was gonna say it kind of sounds like, um, like if Frank Zappa was in a metal band. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I really, you just for those out there listening, you kind of just have to go listen for yourself it's it's very unique stuff it's it's good like it's listenable um i'm pretty familiar with one of their albums but yeah their first new track in like four ish years so definitely worth a listen to i actually already added a song to our our here's what's spinning playlist First, first new song in five years. Yeah. So, Twelve Foot Ninja, they have like one hundred and twenty thousand monthly listeners. That's pretty, that's pretty significant. <laughs> Under the fans that people also fans also like, there's a band on there called Destiny Potato, <laughs> and I have to hear what that sounds like. Destiny Potato. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's 12 Foot Ninja. Um, I had to bring this up. This, this song came out uh, actually in April, and you might have already heard it, Kyle, but just because of we've mentioned them before, Santa Cruz got, had his, has a new single out oh, do called they? Crossfire. I'll have to listen. Um, I don't think I have heard it yet. Yeah, it came out yeah, April 19th this year. Okay. Um, it's a pretty good song. It's better than the songs that I listened to on that one album. <laughs> so, um, yeah, check it out. I'm curious to hear what you think of it. Yeah, I'll take a listen. Uh, next one I have is by a band called Memphis May Fire. Are you how how familiar are you with this band? Uh, I really like them. They are. Remind me of. Uh, it, it doesn't matter, but I, I I do really like them, and I have some albums of theirs in my library. Yeah, I really, really liked their older stuff. Um, when like their one album, The Hollow, is incredible. Um, from two thousand eleven, but from like two thousand and fourteen on. I have really, really hated them. <laughs> to, oh, oh. Put it, to put it bluntly, <laughs> um, they—they're just like a classic example of like a band that their first couple albums like were really heavy, really hard hitting, really creative, really well done, and then they and like in the metalcore style, and then they kind of started gaining popularity. And I hate using the term "sold out," but really. St- started driving their albums toward like radio friendly like arena uh, rock fair enough um which is all good and fine but and uh, and there's some bands that do it do that well shout out architects but for whatever reason their last three albums like i just did not latch onto it all um but their new single blood and water um kind of a return to the heavy of sorts um really cool guitar riff on there and he's got to have some sort of effect on it but like it's kind of like electronic-y in a sense you'll hear it and you listen to it yeah really great songwriting a really really catchy chorus and some really cool melodies in there um awesome so I uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Cool, 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 cool. And 
speaking of a band that I used to be into and then <laughs> and then really not into for the last while, but then came up with a new song that really caught me off guard, uh, Angels and Airwaves. Oh, I didn't even know they were still Has, doing stuff. I know. I thought they were done for sure. I thought Tom DeLonge got abducted by aliens or something, <laughs> no, <that's not> <laughs> which I think he wants. <laughs> um, but they have a new song called Euphoria. Um, the music video is kind of weird. If you watch it, you'll see. But the song itself, it really surprised me. Um, it's got real, like a really cool kind of driving guitar in it. Um, but the thing I noticed the most about it is like it's still like kind of got that atmospheric sense that Angels and Airwaves does. Right. But um, Tom DeLonge's voice, like, I think he's definitely got one of those love it or hate it type voices. And like when he's been in Blink and like the earlier Angels and Airwaves stuff, it's like he's really nasally. And I get that that's like just how his voice sounds and kind of become his trademark a little bit. Yeah, his style. But this song, it's almost like that. Like it's still... There's still hints of that there, but he, it's almost like he changed his voice a little bit. Like it's, it's much more refined. Interesting. To me. I, I'm excited to listen to it. Really cool song. So that one's called Euphoria. Um, got three more singles. Um, before I forget, we should shout out our friend and first guest on the podcast, Mudge. So he released his new single, Angel of Pain. Nice. Under the moniker Mudge and Silent Army. Um, yeah, a really cool, like, just like driving kind of rock and roll grunge song. I enjoyed it. It was good. It was really cool. Nice. It's on, so, my, uh, it's on my list. I was prioritizing the here's what's spinning over that. So I'm glad you mm-hmm. mentioned it because now I've put it on my list for next week. There you go. So shout out Mudge. Um, do you want me to do a metal song next or a pop song next? <laughs> do you have any disco? Nope, disco's dead. Uh, <laughs> disco will never die. <laughs> pop. Billie Eilish. Nice. Um. I mean, let's just face it. Everything she touches turns to gold. It, it seems at this point. Turns to ear juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, I think, I think she's fucking awesome. She's great. Yeah, she's killing it. Um, Yeah. She so she came up with a new song, Lost Cause. It's like exactly what you'd expect from a Billy Eilish song. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't have much more to say. She's just she, she's doing it right. Her and her and Phineas, her brother, who helps write and produce all her songs. Um, they've they've just got this way about what they release that just just gets you i can see why she's so popular right yeah um so that new album comes out june 16th oh that's actually pretty soon okay um next wednesday no yeah 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 it is friday right math is hard yeah it is um but go check out the new her new single um we, uh, we've already pre-ordered the vinyl and we bought tickets to her show in Vancouver. Nice. That'll be great. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty pumped with that. And I, I, speaking of new releases, sort of, I just had to quickly bring this up because I think it's interesting. Um, with the last guest that we had on, we, she was asking us about like the difference between wave files and like MP3s and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Apple, as of yesterday, Apple Music introduced like lossless 
spatial audio files for Apple Music. Oh. And one of the one of the first like albums that they introduced this with was Billie Eilish's new album. So like there's only four songs available right now. But they're but they're doing like lossless and spatial audio. So like if you have like the if you have like the AirPods and stuff. Yeah. Um, spatial audio is really cool. I, it's it a is. cool feature. Yeah. So they've done that now with music. Okay. That's, that's so awesome. My, I, I love that idea. I hope that it, I hope that there's a way to make it. So it's not just like AirPods and, um, like they're over your headphones. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's such a cool feature, but it's just so limited right now to yeah. people that can access it. Yeah, and I listened to like her new stuff on my AirPods with like because you can see the two different versions of her album now, and one's lossless and one isn't. Okay, and it is a difference for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it's just something cool that they're doing. They're gonna like eventually bring it to their whole library, I think. Yeah, and I can see like if they're gonna start lossless streaming then that's going to be a game changer. Um, it's going to take a lot of data for those of you that aren't on Wi-Fi, but uh, <laughs> lossless streaming mm-hmm. will, will change the streaming industry for audio files. I just hope the next change is that we start remediating artists. Yeah, me too. Better. Yeah. <laughs> um, last one I have to bring up, I mentioned him earlier. Um, because he featured on an August Burns Red song, but the new album Bulb by, well, sorry, like the the artist is called Bulb, but it's it's Misha Mansoor from Periphery, um, and it's his new solo album. It's te- it's technically his first like actual solo album release. He last year he released. 10 albums worth of material but it was all like demoed stuff and some periphery demos um and a bunch of stuff that he just like clearly he writes a lot of music um so this is his first like put together true solo album um and the (laughs) if you if you follow misha on instagram or know what you can about his personality from what you see in interviews he's like very kind of like sarcastic and he also just he's a phenomenal guitar player but thinks he's like one of those that thinks he's like the worst guitar player ever when (laughs) in fact he could potentially be like one of the better ones in our in the scene and his his new album's called moderately fast and adequately furious (laughs) which i think is just (laughs) a hilarious title and kind of sums up his just like personality in general. So there's there's two singles released from that that album, and the latest one was called Echo Echo T Echo Um and yeah, like he does everything. He does all the production, he uses like the get good drums samples. Um and he's just got some really cool, like, creative songwriting, uh, like, really cool sounds. And obviously the guitar work is just is really interesting. And the two songs he's released so far are very, very different from each other. They're both very awesome. good. Awesome. So definitely check that out. And while you're at it, check out some Periphery, because they're great. That's all I have. All righty. So then I have, like... Get- so now we get to move on to the part of the episode that I surprised Adam with this week, where I tell him what songs to listen to. Ooh, I'm ready. It's it's this... different. It's different than what you recommend to me, which is good. Perfect. <clears throat> is this songs or albums? Or um, at this point, it's actually just artists to check out, except for one. There's one single that's worth checking out, or sorry, two singles. Okay. 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 Hit me. Maybe. And one song. <laughs> okay, so the first one is a band called Every Hour Kills. And oh, yeah. I 
know I th- them. Think you know them because I think we saw them with uh, Trivium and um, Shark, Shark and Daughters. Daughters. Yes. Mm-hmm. So every hour kills. Um, there's a producer in town that is a wicked guitar player, and he's got a studio here in town. I don't know what moniker he's operating under now, but anyways, mm-hmm. he's the guitar player for every hour kills. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so he just re- or they just released a um a single called U- Euclidean E U C L I D I A N Euclidean and it's, and it's very different than previous ever hour every hour kills and I'm interested to hear what you have to think about. It. I've listened to it already, but I'm not going to spoil okay. it. So okay. take a listen. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, I'm familiar with um with some of their stuff for sure cuz yeah um the lead singer from shark infested daughters he i believe he's friends with that guy you're referring to yeah his name's uh sasha and i think they've done some stuff together probably because like in the calgary metal scene uh most production is done through sasha as i understand yeah um yeah i'm familiar with their self-titled album but I haven't listened to that like 2018 album. So I'm very curious to hear what they, what their new cool, single cool. sounds like. Along those okay. same lines, along those same lines, this is actually when I didn't have my list. It was just reminding me of it. But um, last year, 2020, uh, a band called Valite, who's also local in Calgary, uh, released a single which is also recorded through the same studio and has a similar vibe to Every Hour Kills because the production, uh-huh. the producer is the same. But uh, their single is really good. And if you want to dig back, in 2017, they released an album called... Um, it was called... I can't remember. <laughs> what the heck was it called? Transient. It was called Transient. Transient Design? Transient Attack? No, just Transient. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, um, it's it's pretty cool music, and like uh, my sister in law's cousin plays the guitar on that album, which is cool. For you. Oh, cool! Well, um, how do you spell the name of the band? Valite, V A L L I T E. Valite. Yeah, and they kind of took a hiatus, and then it sounds like they're coming back because they released a single in 2019 and a single in 2020. So I think they're still kind of around, but uh, right. Uh, are they on uh, Spotify? Spot. Yeah, they are. Yep. Valite. Yeah, so it's a really weird profile picture. Wait, I don't think I have the right band. No, it should be like purple and white. The the picture. B a l l i t. Oh, that's why. <laughs> I did i g h t. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Transient. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna check them out. Oh, show. Cool. The next one, I actually just saw this announced on my Facebook page, is Sepultura. And they're releasing an album called Sepulchorta. Or released a song, rather. A single called Sepulchorta. You should catch it out. Check it out. Sepulchorta. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm definitely into sepultura there they just um they just released an album right like not too long ago they may have i actually didn't dig into i don't dig into these as much as i know you do on when you're recommending things so i just like see it and listen to it i'm like oh this is cool adam would like this right on um because i wanted to bring something up regarding them now that you mentioned them yeah quadra yeah, yeah. They released yeah. an album in 2020 called Quadra that was um, one of those albums that I didn't really listen to it because I'm not like the biggest Sepultura fan, no. um, even though they have quite the following. But I didn't really listen to it, and so it didn't like it didn't even make my albums list that I listened to that year. But then right. this year, I had. Um, so the, I wanted to bring them because they're drummer. They just, I think it was just for, um, right before that album came out in 2020, they, they hired a new drummer named 
Eloy Casagrande. <laughs> um, and he was doing some, some like drum playthroughs on YouTube of songs from that album. And I watched the, the drum playthroughs before I listened to the album. And I was like, holy hell, this guy is very good. And the songs were really good. And it made me go back and listen to Quadra. And it might have made my like top 20. It's very good. All their other stuff, I'm not that into. Yeah, yeah. But this latest album, and it, maybe it's because of their drummer they heard, but that Quadra album is phenomenal. Nice. I, uh, so, I actually just, re- sorry, continue. No, I was so, just going to say, so I'm pumped to hear this new single now. Yeah, so the, I was actually mistaken. I was just doing some Googling, and the single's actually called Mask, and it's featuring Devin Townsend, which is what grabbed me. Oh, Devin. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you, not a huge Sepultura fan, but I was like, oh, Devin Townsend I like. And so I took a listen to that. So it's called a live Sepulquarta performance. <laughs> so I think... So I don't, I don't understand what Sepulchorta is, but. Huh. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Mask <laughs> featuring Evan Townsend. Cool. Sepulchorta might be a new album coming out. They're promoing or something. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, Anyways, mask. take a listen to Mask that features Devin Townsend. I will. And you again this doesn't have to be included in in a here's what's being found but check out that that quadra yeah i wrote that down for sure it's uh really cool okay nice uh so far i'm really pumped about this cool okay now i'm gonna take a hard left turn (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh there's a duo out they're calling themselves silk sonic dude yeah bruno mars anderson Anderson pack Pack. and bruno mars yeah (laughs) so you've heard it then yeah, I heard of them because I saw their performance at the Grammys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah, so they've started releasing some stuff. I'm, I can't remember what the song was called that I listened to, but I just loved it. It's like super catchy soul listening. It's like old school mm-hmm. Motown, like grooves. Like it's very, very good. Cool. So go do a dig through yeah. that. I, <laughs> I, just, I just know that one song that they performed at the Grammys, but... um. Really cool. Uh, Bruno Mars is, I don't want to go as far as to call him like underrated because he's clearly very popular. But, but like, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves, even though he's, he should be more popular. <laughs> yeah. And he's like a wicked performer. Totally. And obviously an incredible singer. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, so they, performed single just you know long tail long tall sally and good god miss molly this is what they performed at grammys and then they just the one i just listened to is leave the door open leave the door open yeah okay cool so the next one is uh justin timberlake and chris stapleton they yeah they so justin timberlake he has a song called say something Uh uh-huh which is an older song but he just recently released a new version of it that features chris stapleton and a 40 person or 60 person choir and like 14 other musicians and they they go to a they go to a house that was if i remember correctly where blade runner was filmed it's like this big like cathedral like house that has like elevators and balconies and stairs and like it's just crazy. They put uh-huh. everyone in that house and they film the audio and the video for this recording. So there's a video you gotta look at, but the audio okay. and the video are all done in one take with all of these people in this house. Holy fuck. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. Say something? Say something. But the video with Chris Stapleton. Okay, cool. That sounds rad. Um, I love Chris Stapleton. So so do I. He can sing to my. He can create ear juice in me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, he just posted, uh, Chris Stapleton just posted on his Instagram. Do you know the artist Her? No. Um, I don't know what it stands for, but it's just like an acronym, H-E-R. Um, she's been kind of everywhere. Like she's like done some Grammy performances. She just won like some Grammys. Um, she's super cool, super talented and like a wicked guitar player too. So I would definitely check her out. But the reason why I bring that up is because Chris Stapleton just posted. Um, I'll look it up really quick on his Instagram today. It looks like they're probably collaborating on something. Nice. Because he posted a picture of them together in a recording studio. And his caption was, uh, her is without a doubt one of the greatest singer, songwriter, guitar players on planet Earth. Fact. Whoa. Um, so obviously huge praise. No kidding. Um, really cool photo. So yeah, go check it out. And um, she's definitely worth checking out as well. I've added her to my list as well. Sent you the post on Instagram that you never okay. checked. Yeah, I'll check it at the end of the month. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, I'm Justin Timberlake, say something video. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of great guitar players, it's funny you actually segued me right into this next person. This next person is called Lloyd Spiegel. Lloyd? Which is, yeah, two L's, one D. Lloyd? Lloyd? Lloyd Spiegel, S-P-E-I-G-E-L. Apparently he's really... Yeah. Apparently he's really big in the UK. He sells out stadiums and he's, but he's like really small in Canada and trying to kind of get some following here. So my buddy saw him at the Sate cafe like two years ago and then showed me yesterday. This guy rips on guitar, like acoustic (laughs) guitar, like just like he plays some pretty cool, like country songs, but just like Mm -hmm. so good on guitar. And like, you just gotta, it's like a blues country hybrid acoustic thing cool he's very good (laughs) and like he'll be playing a song and singing and he's like okay cool but then like the next song he's just shredding the thing huh yeah i'm just looking at his profile on spotify and does not look like he can rip guitar i haven't even looked at them before (laughs) (laughs) he looks like um i don't even know he looks like a like a church pastor (laughs) that kind of lost his way he found the devil's music Mm -hmm. do you have like a um do you have like a specific song or video to check out or just kind of just go down a black hole uh i would just go down a black hole because that's how i was introduced to him i was just put like it was on shuffle my buddy and i were doing a job last night and uh he just put it on shuffle and i was like who is this and so he explained to me yeah lloyd spiegel he looks like a lloyd (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no and then uh, to any lloyds out there yeah i i don't remember when you so i'm gonna go back hard right again but when you recommended chris turner to me you gave me 40 roll and another song was it triggered yes okay because i rediscovered trigger where he plays with thomas lang and it was awesome yes okay cool so you don't need to thomas lang is you... crazy talented yeah they, with their both he actually uh, Thomas Lang was a part of the um, part of the drummer auditions when Dream Theater, when Mike Portnoy left and Dream Theater was looking for a drummer. Thomas Lang was one of the auditions. Okay, right on. Um, so that's the, o- <laughs> that's the only reason why I know about him. Um, <laughs> so that, that's my list for you. Uh, it's a, a wide variety of genres, but some really cool stuff that I've heard over the last week. So yeah, take a, take a, um, take a peek. I'm pumped. I'm also going to check out Boba Flex and Destiny Potato. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't get over that name. I don't think I'm going to like them specifically based on how I can't take them seriously because of their name. (laughs) It's it's either the best or worst band name I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, Okay, so really quick because we're at like an hour here, but whatever. Um, did you listen to the, to Red Fang Arrows album? Not yet. It came up on my things to listen to. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that 
uh, a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, what about Rise Against? Nowhere Generation. These I all came listen- out like recently, like June 4th. So if you haven't, I, I get it. Yeah, I didn't listen to that whole album yet, but I will do that. Um, okay, well, let me save you some time. Don't bother. Okay, send that off. <laughs> um, I just wrote what I wrote down about this is because I was going to say if you had listened to it, we'll like quickly touch on it because it it's whatever. But if you hadn't listened to it, I was going to say don't bother because it literally is like I feel like Rise Against just keeps using the same chords and the same guitar octaves and yeah. the same song structure in every single song. And I listened through to this album, um, like almost once, like I got through maybe 75% of it. And I was like, it felt like I was listening to the same song over and over and over again. So I was, I, I like literally deleted it from my Spotify library. I was like, um, no, I, that's crazy. I, I don't understand how bands like that, that reuse the stuff can play live. Like, how do you remember which songs are which? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways. So I mean I won't just whatever. Um the new the new um Atreyu album, Baptize. Uh came Um, up on my list too. Yeah. So this falls into the category, I'll just say briefly. Um Kyle, you and I have mentioned before that we have like a pet a little pet peeve of ours, maybe more so for me, is like bands that release a bunch of singles. Um like four or five singles and then like I just I just way prefer listening to the album totally yeah um and this is a perfect example because like the four singles that Atreya released like when I listened to them by themselves they were like okay like whatever yeah um when I went back and listened to them in the context of the album I was like these songs rip and really (laughs) I like I like really enjoyed them Okay. Um, okay. Maybe it was a mood I was in because I listened to this album when I was just like, it was like 35 degrees out here in Winnipeg, and like I had all my windows open and my sunroof open, and I was just driving down the highway and just blasting this album, which is so fun. <laughs> um, yeah, but it like, um, I enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. I'll say that. Okay. There's definitely kind of like, it's it's long, in that. Like it's like sixteen songs, so there's definitely some duds on there. Yeah. Um, another perfect example of like you take out five songs and this would be like a really solid album. But right. Um. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. And the last one, really quick, of Mice and Men, they released. They they're releasing like a series of of EPs. Okay. So they released like a three song EP a while ago and they just released like the second of three EPs. So another three song EP called Bloom. Um, and it's, it's really good stuff. Really like, really like heavy, hard hitting. Like they are one that, that toe that, unlike I said about Memphis Mayfire earlier, they really do a good job of like towing that line of like metal core, but like hard rock, like arena style kind of stuff. Right. Cool. So definitely worth checking out. It was uh, of Mice and Men and Miss May I that were the bands I couldn't remember earlier when we talked about Memphis Mayfire. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they all fall into that funny. same category. Yeah. So we've come full circle. <laughs> we have. <laughs> um, is there anything else? No. Okay, we have <laughs> we have a lot of homework. The two of us. Yes, we do. This house is going to be um, rocking. Yeah, I will. Let's maybe tease. No, never mind. I'm not going to tease it. Okay. <laughs> This is great. Um, Good stuff. Okay, so that does it for this episode. 
of here's what's spinning are number six. Yeah, already. Here's what's spinning. Um, so thank you to all those that are have been listening. Um, hope you've been enjoying the music that we've put out. Um, and remember, you can also listen to our other episodes um, with conversations with guests uh, that come out uh, every other Thursday. Um, and we've been having a few guests on lately, and it's been really great having them on. Um, and so definitely worthy conversations to check out. Um, and then you can also get all our Spotify and Apple Music playlist of called Here's What's Spinning that we put all of these songs into for you to enjoy. Um, and then make sure to drop us a like, a comment, subscribe to our podcast. You can send us an email at adamkylepodcast at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you. And other than that, happy listening. And thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's Kyle here. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Please take a second to follow us on all of our social media. Links to our pages and any other material we talked about today are in the show notes below. Check back in next month for some additional conversation, laughs, and new music. And we wanted to give a big thank you to Adam's sister, Amanda Rishog, for designing our podcast cover image. She's a beautifully talented artist that has a tattoo shop here in Calgary called Living Prayer Tattoo. She specializes in fine line work, sacred geometry, and botanicals. Follow her online handle at Living Prayer Tattoo on Facebook and on Instagram, where you can find all of her work and booking information. And lastly, thanks again to Phoenix Song Productions for the continued technical and financial support, which helped make this podcast possible. See you next time.